Hello, I'm Jeffrey Pettinero. And I'm Andres Guzman. And you're listening to Film Cube. That was a good one. Finally. <laughs> uh, today, actually, let's catch up because it's been a month. It feels like it. It's been. No, I don't think because it has. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I was in Chile, so I have an excuse. I survived an earthquake. And I survived... That's the best story you're going to hear today. Yeah, I survived <laughs> TIFF by going to sleep at like 4 in the morning and then waking up at like 5.30 to go work for 7 hours and then going to watch more movies. <laughs> this was my life during two weeks. Well, yeah, it's a good life. <laughs> um, it wasn't that bad. I... What movies did you watch? What movies did you um, I watched a lot, so I just want to talk about a few. Oh, yeah, talk whatever you like the most <coughs> or didn't I just, like. I just want to talk about a few of them. Um, there was The Witch, which is a... I heard a lot of good things about that. Yeah, it's a Victorian uh, old English horror film, and it's pretty slow. But to me, I I loved every moment I was uh, while I was there, and it comes out in... Fortunately, all the way at the end of February. Your birthday. It does. <laughs> Luckily, I'm doing that for my birthday. I don't care. Go ahead. No yeah. one's saying you can't, man. Oh, well, then. Loser. Uh, <laughs> um, also, uh, I also saw a room, which also. A room? Up, no, just room. Oh, not the room. Not the room. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm like, why was that at Tiff? I mean, it could be. Who knows? Uh, it ended up winning, like, the People's Choice Awards. I yeah. I have no I know nothing about all those TIFF movies. I was out of the country. What? Uh, oh, uh, did I mumble through that? <laughs> uh, Room is a movie with Brie Larson. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, I heard she's like tweeting everyone, retweeting everyone's like praise of her performance, which is yeah, a little is, weird. Well, it was deserved, and you know, well, we both love Brie. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you know. I'm talking to nobody right now. <laughs> You're talking to a guest we haven't introduced. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, we have a guest. <laughs> Way to fuck that up, aren't you? I'm bad at this. It's been a while. We'll introduce you uh, later. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's great. It's very. Uh, it's a very emotional movie. It has. It is. It feels like there's. You can tell there's two parts to the film, and the, my only issue with it is that transition to the second part. Uh, but other than that, it hit me a lot. And then my favorite was uh, Anomalisa, which was uh, the new Charlie mm-hmm. Kaufman film. Another one I've heard a lot about. Which is... Uh, Stop motion? Was it clay? Yeah. Oh. Well, it was like sculptures, like puppetry. Oh, okay. Um, do you, you've seen Community. You know the... Uh, what What is it? Uh, the Christmas episode. Oh, oh, yeah. So it was directed by the guy who directed that. Oh. You know, cool. Starburns was a producer on the film. <laughs> Starburns. Really fucking weird being in the tip, in one of the TIFF theaters and they're talking about Wasn't Starburns. he a writer on Community too, or something like that? Or am I thinking of The Office? Starburns? No, I mean, like, I remember in The Office there was, like, two actors in the show who were also writers on the show. Uh, uh, BJ Thomas BJ and no- Mindy Novak. Kaling. BJ Novak, yeah. BJ Thomas is a baseball player i think <laughs> <laughs> no bj novak wrote for it and yeah. So did mindy yeah yeah but there's no one on community like that uh i swear there was well jim, jim rash jim rash wrote an episode yeah. uh but but yeah dino who is who is starburns was a writer he wrote the the stop motion uh christmas episode i am a loss for words right now invisible guest did you watch community yes yes you love community 
Um, I wouldn't say I love it, but it's good. I really like it. Yeah. Okay, that's good enough. We won't kick you out. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're allowed to stay invisible for the next little bit. Uh, <laughs> and that comes out at the end of the year, so I'm really excited for that to come out, and I really want to watch it again and take as many people uh, with me as possible because I felt like even though the movie was uh, animation and not human it felt like the most human personal thing that i had seen all of tiff mm-hmm. and then i saw hellions that movie was fucking awful <laughs> i saw your review where you apologized to your friends yep i made two friends go with me and throughout the entire movie i just kept turning to them and being like i am so sorry <laughs> i i'm sorry this is a bad night well why was it bad it was just it was just awkward it felt like an amateur film at many points and it was done by like an apparently well-regarded canadian director who made oh there's your problem (laughs) yeah and there were the grassy i love david cronenberg so i take that back well it wasn't cronenberg so (laughs) we're we're free yeah uh but i don't know it was just and had like this weird fucking color hue and there were like nice shots and then there were awful shots and there's things that didn't matter like the movie just was not good <laughs> there was a five minute sequence that like geographically shouldn't make sense she had to go across the field to go to a bike and in the process she decided to go halfway across the field and then turn right into a bunch of blankets on clotheslines and then stay there for like three minutes it's like it I was like, "This no, go back to the bike. You're fucking up." <laughs> um, and that's all I want to say about Tiff. Then I saw the visit. That was oh, yeah. supposed to be episode. Yeah, what happened there? Because I was supposed to listen to that episode. I know right? I was really excited, but everybody in their bad schedules were. I hated it. <laughs> it was really hard to schedule that. Uh, we'll do a big uh, Royal Rumble one day. Yeah, short. Go for it. Short. Bring uh, on. Oh, we should bring on all our old guests. That would be all I guess all at once. <laughs> Holy shit. We have two microphones. I don't know how this will work. You can buy uh, another one. Just one. <laughs> another USB port. <laughs> There's those thingies. Those thingies, yes. Yeah, those thingies. Uh, we are tired. The visit was good. Uh, that's the, my short answer. You should watch it. Uh, <laughs> you finally made a good movie again. I know. It's been all too M. Night Shyamalan because you haven't said his name. Well, that was the whole bit that I had with the other people that we were gonna be that were gonna join us. We were gonna have five minutes dedicated to us just trying to pronounce his name. <laughs> it would have been a good episode. Uh, and then we can briefly <laughs> subtweeting them. Jeez, <laughs> we could briefly bring in Carrie so we can talk about Hotel Transylvania two that we saw a few days ago. And how was it? Um, it was the worst movie I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I fell asleep probably, I don't know, three times. And one time I woke myself up by burping. <laughs> Most exciting thing that happened the entire time. Um, I didn't feel like it was that bad a movie. It there was, was a. <laughs> it was. That's it. There was a little. I've never seen it. There's a, right. there a little boy in it, and the boy's cute, but that, that was like my only interest in the movie. I saw the first one. I don't know. Did you guys see the first one? No, I we did didn't. not see the first one. Is the first one. one any good? I wouldn't have saw it. <sighs> I mean, it's the best thing Adam Sandler's been in a while, which isn't I hate saying much. Adam Sandler exactly, so much. exactly. So maybe that's why I hated this movie. I think he's trash. <laughs> Every single he time he like worst opened his mouth, oh, I just God. kept being like, "Stop!" Just it's the stop. worst Dracula voice. He thinks he's so funny. There was the middle like a random like dance sequence, and I was just we we're just like, "Why is this happening?" <laughs> um, there were a few times that Andreas laughed, and I got <laughs> <She> so mad. <laughs> <happy. laughs> I turned to look at him, being like, "How dare you laugh at this?" <laughs> I just kept saying, "I'm sorry." 
It's a crime against humor. <laughs> um, to make it accessory. even worse, it was in 3D, which was oh. unnecessary. Yeah. Because nothing really happened that no, made the looked, 3D it was good. Worthwhile. It, was, yeah. it was pretty animation. I'm surprised it wasn't like direct-to-video. Yeah. The first one wasn't like some huge smash hit or anything. But apparently, like this comes out and it breaks records. What? It broke a record? Yeah, biggest debut in September. I'm upset ever. that I hero can, stop like, barking. Didn't Dog, leave us alone. <laughs> we are trying to record. Right Didn't now. Looper come out in September? Yeah. Fucking beat Hotel Transylvania <laughs> to beat Looper. That's the only. Now I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only time that sentence will make sense. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I was in Chile. Yes. Uh, I'll just quick run through what I watched. Probably my favorite movie I watched was um, probably Lake of Fire, which is a documentary about abortion, which uh, well got heavy real quick. <laughs> <laughs> for, a mo- for, for an episode about legally blind. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Don't spoil it. <laughs> really um, no, because it was great. It just... Uh, I don't even know where I want to go with this. <laughs> I'll just movie about abortion. They're great. Next uh, movie. <laughs> I will say it strengthened my opinion that um it, that they should be legal because I mean, uh, all the horrible pressure and awful um attacks on women by the Christian right is atrocious, and it's suffocating, and it's just a long continuation of oppressive behavior against women the most oppressed group in all of history um so there's that there's that spiel hopefully we get some hate comments because i want to respond to that bring them <laughs> bring it uh probably my least favorite movie i saw was i feel bad about this because my dad wanted me to watch it, <laughs> it was uh, the fearless vampire killers which is roman polanski's movie before uh rosemary's baby right you told me about that i just feel like that. the tr- the the humor just doesn't translate anymore. It's like old. It's in 1967. That is just, pretty old. Yeah, and I don't know. Shannon Tate's good in it, but you know, there's not much to say about it other than it's probably probably better than a better Dracula movie than Hotel Transylvania too. At least I, I hope so. <laughs> better better Dracula comedy even. <laughs> there's a running theme. Uh, I saw Primer. I was about you to ask saw, you about yeah. Primer. We need an episode dedicated. Yeah, just we're gonna to dedicate primer. an episode of Primer because that's a puzzle that it can never be fucking solved. <laughs> Somebody at uh, at work brought it up to me the other day, and then also talked about uh, what's that new Ethan Hawke like time travel movie? Predestination. That's it. He also brought he also brought that up, and he's like, "You need to watch both of them." And I was like, "I've seen Primer. I've seen Predestination. I've seen both. Yeah, I've seen both." And 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 he's like, "What did you think about Primer?" And I'm just like, "I." I, I don't fucking know. I still don't know. <laughs> oh, I love that. And I great. Get, I get. I get it. Most of it. I think there's just parts. You really it. need to get all that science stuff. Like no, it's not the science stuff. The science stuff is more just. Uh, it's a tool. It's a tool to get at the idea that these guys know what they're doing, um, but in a really real sense, they don't. Right. You remember that that quote that I pull from that movie every time. What. Uh, I'm starving. I oh yeah, I haven't ate anything since, since like yeah, tomorrow or something. Five hours from now or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That make that makes me understand the movie a little. <laughs> the only part I don't get is the part that sounds confusing, the... doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. Enough talking about movies we saw. We oh god. <laughs> okay, Karen. I, I must. Say, you know what? Okay, we, we haven't even introduced her properly yet. 
Our guest today is... Uh, Carrie Noble. That's me. <laughs> that is her. Uh, tell us a little about yourself, if you want. I am... Um, I'm 18. <laughs> I don't have any so she, fun facts about myself. <laughs> not sure how so to she really myself. has no license to talk about anything. Right? Yeah, I'm a baby, but I'm a fun. I'm a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we can continue. Disregard that. Yeah. Edit. No, <laughs> that might stay in. All right, so the movie. She decided to uh, bring a movie for the episode. Oh wait, no, you know what? Oh, okay. Let's see who gets it from this. I have to stand up for this. <laughs> this bit is taking a while. Yeah, I've already figured it out. <laughs> I hope that was picked up. <laughs> Bend and snap, people. So legally blocked. Yeah. <laughs> In case put... anyone didn't get it. So why did you want I gotta to say, yeah, why legally blonde? Legally blonde is probably one of my favorite movies definitely between that and clueless which i bet you guys are both yeah. not too thrilled about uh, actually like i've heard good clueless things about clueless. A lot. really yeah i've heard really good things so. yeah well we're not your usual <laughs> yeah legally blonde i don't know it's just it's always been one of my favorite movies i've probably seen it over 50 times it's like yeah. one of those movies you like watch on repeat or when you're bored on netflix or whatever i don't mm-hmm. know and I think it definitely like made me the person I am today um because I'm very outspoken and like I don't know what the word is but what's that word where like you're like yeah effervescent okay (laughs) (laughs) um easily excitable big words I'm just thinking about sim traits right now Um, excitable, outgoing. That's definitely the word I was looking for. <laughs> Not effervescent. You were looking for. I don't know. That's where you said outgoing. Exuberant. Did I? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I you, said, you did say outgoing. That's. I why. don't know then. Um, <laughs> She's outgoing and outgoing, guys. What's that word though? Like look up effervescent. It's perfect. I don't even, confident. How do you even spell that. Probably from this movie <laughs> because I don't know. Ever growing up watching that movie, I came out probably when I was. Eight or something? Well, it came out in 2001. All right. Well, never mind. <laughs> I, I think I was four. <laughs> but I probably watched you it You saw it on I TV eight. probably. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I definitely didn't see it in, mov- in the movie theater. Like, too young for that. But... I went to um, the movies for the first time when I was four. Really? I think yeah. my first movie ever was Finding Nemo. Oh. I hate you. That is, that's yeah. that's that is a good lucky. first yeah, movie. I think so. Mine is like so my- bad. <laughs> what, was your, huh? what was your first... The final like Batman films. From the first, <laughs> yeah, from yeah, from yeah we had this discussion. <laughs> Goddamn poison See, look, ivy. Effervescent, vivacious, and enthusiastic. That is so me. Yeah. I've, I'm not really sure what vivacious means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it's me. Yeah, let's look up vivacious now. Because <laughs> that's the one I don't really use. I use effervescent this, a lot. This podcast is now used as a dictionary. Especially of a woman, attractively lively and animated. There That's you for sure me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the animated part. Here you go. Effervescent. Yeah. Your word for the day. Mm-hmm. She's going to tweet that later. I will tweet it. <laughs> Once we figure it out. It fits it with Legally Blonde because um, Reese Witherspoon, L. Right? Yes, L. Yeah. Woods. L. Woods proves that she's smarter than she looks from the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Let's all state our, what we all think of this movie because obviously you love it, Carrie. I love it so much. So, Andres, what do you think? I really like it. There are... Uh, a few issues I have with it, but I don't think that I think it's more dated reasons, and we, I'll get into that. The gay character, 
That's part of it. That's, <laughs> that's the one part where I was like, ooh, <laughs> this uh, is not date well. Yeah, uh, and, and and but like, there's also like some filming techniques that like kind of bug me. But those are like, mm-hmm. I, I don't really yeah. hold that against the film. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, and you because you. I told you I was about the most this. skeptical. I, I told you about this oh. about a month and a half ago. Yeah, and I was and like, just like, this is what we're doing. I heard about your reaction, <laughs> <laughs> and you were not excited. No, I mean, because my idea of what Legally Blonde was was not what Legally Blonde is. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, when you said it, I, you, I, that was my reaction. I was like, Legally fucking blonde. Why? <laughs> like, how are we gonna talk about this movie for even twenty minutes? Right. But uh, I watched it. I bought the fucking two pack, and I sent you a picture. <laughs> Did you see get that picture? Yeah, I showed it to her. Oh, yeah, and I'm, um, maybe I might post it on like our do Facebook. It, do it, because do it. It. <laughs> I that that picture sums up my reaction from when I heard it to up to just before I watched it, because I watched it that same night, and I actually ended up really loving it. Mm. It's really good. Um, as you were saying, there's problems with, but I wouldn't even say the problems are. On a director level, I just think one, it was directed by a man, which is I think wrong because it was written by two women. It would have been mm-hmm. perfect if it was directed. Was it by written man. by two women? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. Look, okay, she's pulling out knowledge I didn't know. <laughs> okay, there. <laughs> she did <It's> homework. Just, <laughs> um, it was directed by a man, and looking at what he's directed after, he's not an auteur in any sense, right? No, he's just I mean we a working director, and he I has. I don't remember where we were, but we were eating somewhere. Uh, and we were talking about the movies. Oh, and we looked up his. his and we looked filmography. up the movies, like his filmography, and we all and we're like, man, is he <laughs> yeah, I was good dreading. I was, <laughs> I was dreading it because I was like, oh god, if this is his filmography, what the hell am I in for? Right? It just uh, supported my on my biased idea of what the movie was. We also want to say right now that the sequel, which is called uh, Legally Blonde Two, Red, White, White and Blonde. Blonde. Oh yeah, I, I even got it wrong. Uh, we think that is a horrible title, and we um, wanted it to be legally uh, blonder. Yeah. Legally blonder. All right, that makes sense. And then there's a third one, legally blondest. No, no, legally, legally blonde. It, it is trash. <laughs> it is not. It's the second one you've been worth watching. No, it's honestly not that great. Right, um, only the first one is. Uh, they went really mm. wrong with the second one. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's really not good. Yeah, I'd be interested to see who's the behind the second third one. Third one is not even a part of it. It's two <laughs> complete different people. Yeah, it didn't it's even like, come in my two pack. It's Clearly, like it's the two pack. Two teenagers that are very Disney style. Yeah. They probably are Disney Channel characters. Actually, I don't even know. <laughs> and I, I haven't even watched it. I mean, I, actually, I think I might have watched half of it and then gave up. But. Um, <laughs> I don't remember it because it was trash. Yeah. It was very shit. <laughs> it was very shit. I don't recommend that one at all. There's your pull quote for your poster. <laughs> <laughs> it was very shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was completely won over kind of from the outset. Like I mentioned where, you know what? What's interesting about this movie is that our idea of the movie is the very same idea that everyone has of L. Yeah. So you think, oh, this is going to be a dumb, exactly. stupid movie that's all about surface details and nothing else, right? And then from the very outset, where she shows up that um, store clerk, you get the sense, whoa, this is much, this uh, L, and the movie by extension, is much smarter and it knows what's going on. That's also funny. I, that's the first point I made in my notes. Yeah, because... About how quickly, how smart she is, like, and how yeah, she's Yeah, because it has to establish trained. that quickly, because... I think everyone goes into that movie, not everyone, but I mean, most people go into that movie thinking 
this is going to be your typical arc about a dumb girl learning to find some smarts or some shit. Mm -hmm. But no, she's always smart from the beginning. In fact, what I like about this movie is that she really doesn't have an arc in the sense that she's growing as a person. It's more everyone's coming to respect her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in a way, she's coming to respect herself a bit, but it's not because she ever thought she was dumb. It's because she um, just doesn't have the confidence. I felt like it was more like that's the person she thought she was supposed to become and uh if there was an arc it was her realizing that she's she's smarter than that instead of well she's in school for yeah and she's above idiots like that dude what i forgot his name i'm bad with names which which dude the the dude the boyfriend the the whole whole reason she warner Warner is a piece of shit that's my terrible that's like my that's my second point he is a jerk (laughs) i think the best part about this movie though is that it's not really a romantic comedy as no, everyone thinks it is exactly that's exactly what i thought it yeah was. everyone's like oh it's gonna be a romantic comedy like i don't want to watch it but it mm. really isn't at all it's mm. just basically her proving that she can yeah. do anything that she wants it's actually like a really good feminist yeah. movie yeah, yeah no totally that's what um, i love about it probably why i like it that much mm-hmm. it's, it's about sisterhood mm-hmm. in a way that um isn't because a lot of movies about sister not a lot of movies but sometimes people when they talk sisterhood usually exclude other women from that conversation mm-hmm. like you say oh but she's the dumb blonde or whatever and we're strong females but these people are undermining the cause or whatever right yeah. but really this movie is about everyone all women being accepted and respected for whatever their strengths and stuff are. yeah like even you know um when she finds out that Warner has a fiance. Yeah. And then in typical movie, that would be like her competition. Yeah. Like, oh, well, now she has to fight that. And in the end, they They're become long friends. life's best <laughs> yeah. friends, right? Which is really important. Like, yeah. she immediately doesn't even really... She doesn't really dislike her. Well, no. She tries to be your friend throughout the entire movie. Exactly. She it, just wants a friend. There's that... <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> I feel like with a better director, this movie <clears throat> would have maybe hit those points a little harder not to say just the more that it's just so blandly directed yeah it felt like there was no real direction yeah it was just it was like here are the lines it's it's like just a camera was placed in the room and they're like act right yeah like and Reese is the only one who kind of brings something to it everyone else yeah Reese is fantastic everyone else sort of just feels there uh well her her friend in it also kind of makes the movie too. Is there was her name? Is it Pauline? The manicures. Yeah, the manicures. Yeah. I, them together, like I don't know. I, I like that actress anyways. Yeah. I just think oh, she's kind of funny. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, great. I don't remember her name either. But I looked it up too. She. I, I do like her. Yeah, I know she's that. Great. I like her in most movies, especially. I don't know if another like like young movie, but um, a Cinderella story where yeah. she plays the stepmom. She's good in that one too. Uh, I haven't seen Jennifer that. Coolidge? Yeah. Jennifer Coolidge, that's it. Paulette. Yeah. That's Paulette. Okay, Paulette. She I don't oh. know. She she really does she helps. Yeah. She know, in what it too. what's great about her character too is that her relationship with Elle shows that Elle isn't um not a bigot, but like she's not judgmental in any way. Yeah that she's very warm and she's loving and she's she cares about this person right and it's not it's in contrast with all these other people who we consider smart or who are uh, aesthetically uh not aesthetically but outwardly uh you know smart bookish looking right and so you expect them to be better people 
but they're not right and we see that l who is who by all appearances is you would think because of our uh, preconceived notions that she's self-absorbed or whatever is really the most caring person in the movie and so her relationship with paulette really demonstrates that especially when she's trying so hard to get her with the ups guy who i love in this by the way who's just so uh cheesy in a good way you know yeah just the 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 smiles like just the hanging like i got a package yeah (laughs) (laughs) there was another one she was like um but yeah returning because there was a point i wanted to make about her relationship with uh fuck what's her name the uh, Selma Blair's character. Oh, Vivian. Vivian. Um, where, yeah, I love that in any other movie, these two, it shows that these writers knew what they were doing because in any other movie, these two would have fought, like, mm-hmm. tooth and nail, and in the end, one would have shown the other up and stolen the dude. Yeah. Or even if he just doesn't get the dude, it would be clear that L would have won in some sense, yeah, right? Exactly. Over her. But instead, they come together in a way to just show that Warner is a fucking asshole. Yeah, and ends up alone. Yeah, and ends up alone. And no, like, job offers or anything. Exactly. That's like, the best part of the movie. Exactly. That's what you get for being a fucking asshole. That's <laughs> what he deserves. Yeah. Um, by the way, Luke Wilson, I was not expecting to be so charmed by him. Right? Yeah, I was like, damn, Luke. Really? Yeah, you weren't charmed by Luke Wilson? No. <gasps> He's uh, soulless bastard. Oh, I didn't really like what he was doing in the movie he just felt awkward but that's that's where the thing is where that i had my issue with was that a lot of the scenes that i saw like luke and reese acting together it was like edited weirdly and awkwardly and it just i felt like there was no real chemistry between the two um well i guess what i now that you say that what i would say or what i would think you're maybe picking up on is that perhaps it would have been better if it wasn't a romantic relationship if that he just is defined by his respect for her that he's the one that actually sees through those uh preconceptions yeah at first i was happy with it i was fine with it but there's the one scene where they're going uh he joins her to go to the spa Mm -hmm. and they're talking in the car and it's like it felt as if everybody would say their line, pause, and then say their next line. It wasn't like it, it didn't feel like it was oh, a I know conversation, I... and that's why my mm. issue was with the editing. Not... I think it was the audio editing because it seems sounds overdubbed, but that's that's, that's like why I'm, like it's technical minor thing. other yeah. things, and it felt like it was a, like a data thing because I might have because it was 2001, and that might yeah. or that might have been how things were edited back then, and. Back I think it's just so again it's indic- ind- indicative of perhaps producers themselves did not have the faith in this movie that uh, even that like someone like me didn't have and so they they sold it as a romantic comedy mm-hmm. whereas and gave it the funding a romantic comedy would get which is lower mm-hmm. um, instead of the almost like a real feminist drama at the center of this film and that's probably why again they have that director who's hasn't done anything which isn't to diminish his like if you can work in hollywood then good for you right but i just feel after 
watching this movie, the writing is so strong. I just kind of wish it had someone a little with a little stronger sense of craft, right? Yeah, it just didn't feel like much was happening on the screen. Mm-hmm. But back to my point, why are you so bigoted against Luke Wilson? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't have an issue with him. I made a comment saying I want him to go back and work with Wes some more. Oh. I just, I just feel like the thing is here because Luke is good at playing, uh, kind of like the sad sack. Mm. But here, I just, I don't know if it's the long hair, but something was doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling burdens. <laughs> uh, kind of speaking about Wes, one of my favorites was the, I think about the, when she made the video essay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and she made the one like. Line I do. I do like that board meeting. Yeah, and she's like, I even hired a Coppola to direct my. Oh video. yeah, which is clearly something a writer would I was, write. Yeah, I was like, this is. I was like, this is genius. I didn't. I feel like she wouldn't even know who Coppola <laughs> is at this point. That's you being prejudiced, man. No, she didn't seem like a film person. <laughs> I believe her being a lawyer. I don't believe her being like aware. A cinephile. Yeah. Everyone knows the Coppolas. Do they really? Yeah, they're like the big family in Hollywood. Maybe. My family likes to call them the Mafia family. There, see, even your family knows. My family's weird, though. <laughs> We're not talking about that. <laughs> Carrie, any words on Legal Bond that we may have? Um, Why is it so special for you? I don't know. I just, I, like I said, the growing up mm-hmm. watching it, I think it really did make, well, it's kind of, that's kind of cheesy to say, but I think it like helped me make who I am. Like, yeah, I say I mean, that all the time. Right? But watching it being like, okay, she's supposed to be this like airhead, mm-hmm. really pretty girl, can do pretty much like she can, you know, she can buy a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, um, but like she can also get into Harvard. Yeah. I could probably get into Harvard. With a better score than fucking Warner. Yeah. Fuck you, Warner. <laughs> a really good score, actually. Yeah. I don't know um, how the scoring works, but it I, was, I know it was, she got a 179. Yeah. And I think it was like a 175. Uh, you have to have a 175. I okay. don't know what he, I don't remember what he got, but as they they say after he he got waitlisted. Yeah, uh, yeah. She didn't even get waitlisted. Yeah, she just yeah. got right in. Also, he got the help of his daddy to yeah, get exactly. in. Exactly. You didn't so, have to put quotes around daddy. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that word. <laughs> but it's funny because I was thinking that the other day too. Because in Spanish you have like papi or whatever, and it's normal. But then if you say, and no adult says daddy. No adult, well, like in English, this is weird. some adults say daddy, yeah. but like not yeah. in a way that they yeah. should. But in a context that is really weird for anyone yeah. outside of that context yeah. to use. But yeah, she like got in. I think I also might have looked it up, I don't know, a few years ago or something. Um, like with the about the scoring system. And that 179 is really good. And a lot of people don't even get that high. So the fact that she even got that and putting like so much dedication into studying. There there was a whole montage of it, right? Like she wanted to go to parties, but she focused. She studied, studied, studied. She like did practice tests all the time. Her friends even helped her, and yeah. they must—they must have learned them things too to like exactly. test them. That's another. Right? That's yeah. I forgot to mention that point because I love that—the fact that they show how much work she puts mm-hmm. into it. It's not that she's just a genius because mm-hmm. that would be too easy. Yeah. Right? It's that she works hard and mm-hmm. she is studying and she is getting help from her friends, and this is not something that um that is just coming to her is given to her. She's working for it. Yeah. And that's what, like you say, it's cheesy, but I mean, it's always great that, that when the movie does that to you, and it, 
inspires, right? Mm-hmm. It's, we're so afraid of like being corny and stuff, but it's true. And if if Legally Blonde did that for you, then Legally Blonde deserves. Well, because our quite what because the way we were supposed to be framing this is, does it go into the canon of great movies? Yeah. And I guess my answer would be yeah, because it does thing. Uh, it's a feminist movie in a way that isn't um, militant in a way, which isn't to say there's problems with that. I don't want to come off as saying, but I mean, it's feminist in a way. That is inclusive, I'll mm-hmm. say. That is not um, exclusive in the sense that it picks who is allowed into the, uh, like, what kind of woman you're supposed to be to be yeah. a feminist. It just says, no, you should, you deserve equal respect and treatment regardless of who you are or what you do or how smart you are or how dumb you are. Blonde brunette. By the way, I love, think Amy Nicholson would love this movie because she's a huge blonde supporter. And this is the one movie where blondes get super respected. Surprised she hasn't talked about it on the, the on the canon yet. Maybe she has the same idea of it that I had because Lord knows I was not looking forward to it. But I would say this movie belongs in the canon of great films. I think that's also why I was kind of excited for you guys to watch this because I had a feeling that you both would not enjoy it but having a different like having a different idea of mm-hmm. it right everyone's yeah. like oh it's definitely gonna be this boring romantic comedy but it really isn't I remember yeah. I'm glad you, you ended up suggesting it because I would have never gone to revisit exactly. it otherwise and I would have always had this horrible idea of the movie I remember liking it I and remember, I love having my mind changed I never really was like being I remember being blown away by it before uh, but I remember I remember the message of the film and I know I was like regardless of how well made the film is or whatever at least it got the message across and I was like that has to be commendable on its own right Mm -hmm. and watching it I did enjoy it a lot more than I thought I would not that I went in with low expectations like you did Mm -hmm. but uh, I thought it was going to be my expectations were fucking rock bottom exactly that's why I feel so good (laughs) I was like I'm going to have a good time watching this and I had a better than just a good time and it was it, it was it was a nice watch i think i, I watched mm-hmm. it one night like late after coming home from work and i was kind of tired and a little mm-hmm. bummed from the shitty place <laughs> i'm keeping that in and it was nice to watch yeah um i i tweeted a picture of like my film queue and legally bond was in there right and this is before i watched it so i was like this is my film queue and legally bond and my sister-in-law ended up responding saying, oh, Legally Blonde's one of my guilty pleasures. And then after I watched it, I'm like, there, there should be no guilt in this, right? It's just a pleasure. It's a great movie that just happens to have this well, stigma guess, against it. Yeah. I, get, I think that would be like the same thing for us. Like when you should ask her when was the last time she watched it. Because to me, I, before watching it, I would have called it a guilty pleasure too. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as much of a guilty pleasure if that makes sense but like well you know my stance on guilty pleasures i don't yeah. think they exist but <laughs> it was funny because you made it one of the questions be like which one is your guilty pleasure but yes just so i could just so i could turn around an and be like there's no such thing <laughs> yeah, it was just an excuse <laughs> fucking guy <laughs> um so andres does it go into the canon for you i don't know i think because it's, sure. it's a big thing to say that's a big thing why not then if why are you having doubts 
What was your favorite part from him? Like most memorable part. Memorable. Yeah, memorable. <laughs> memorable. I don't know. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Come on. The one thing I will say is the bend and snap for being so memorable iconic. is uh, it's iconic. Okay, <laughs> 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 being iconic kind of feels like it's thrown in. Thrown in, yeah. It is like one of the most well-known things I think. Yeah, like, it just weird, it just comes snap. out of nowhere and it has nothing to do with anything yeah, really. That's true. Maybe the courtroom scenes. The courtroom. Oh, that's your favorite. Yeah, the way she turns on the. Yeah, when she like she figures, figures out, out the perm. Through the perm, yeah. Linda Cardellini, by the way. So. Oh, there's a thing I just thought of. Okay, you know how she goes to that that costume party? Yeah, yeah. It's not really a costume party, and she comes as a bunny. Mm-hmm. Isn't that bunny like one of the um, like a feminist icon bunny? It's not just a Playboy bunny. I think I read that at some point. Um, oh, but do you know the bu- the bunny that I'm talking about? Right, she's like in the pink satin with the bunny ears. I think I think I do. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. I think it really is. Like, I'm pretty sure I googled that not that long ago. Um, And also, that really it brings into my favorite part of the movie Mm. when she goes up to Warner and she's like, "I'm never going to be good enough for you." And then starts that montage of her like buying a bunch of like school shit, getting a computer, and really trying hard. Yeah, that's what I love about it too. Is like when she figures out that uh, Warner's a piece of shit. (laughs) 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 Is how I'm going to word it. she doesn't give up and leave Harvard. She just tries even harder. Yeah, to rub it in his face. Exactly. Not to, to get him back. No, to prove to that him. she yeah. can do this regardless of what her initial motives were. That she's smart and capable. Mm-hmm. I really like this movie. Yeah, <laughs> the best part of that montage also is the music, which I really yeah. like the music in this movie. I gotta say... I'm really picky with music, and or I've said this before. Early 2000s music, uh, movie music is always. Ugh, I, I really like the. I mean, what 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 music is it? I don't know. Well, I know the the first song like in the movie when it starts is um, a perfect day. Okay. It's a perfect day. Yeah, I can't exactly. sing. Right. <laughs> it's on a um, register. I, I used can't to have reach. it on my iPod, and I'd like listen to it. You know, walking. Um, leaving school, obviously going to school. <laughs> Not a perfect day, yeah. but there, I don't know. Some of the songs in there, I think, went well, yeah. especially since they're very like. There's a James Brown song in there, and I'll always go for some James Brown. <laughs> um, no, I, thought, I had a point. I forgot it. Oh wait, you were still going about why you didn't like. Oh, why not? not why you didn't like it, but why you don't think it goes in the canon? Is it because I, I don't it's, have a reason against it? It's just you don't feel it reaches that pinnacle of what a great movie should be i guess so i think it's just because uh it's just that whole i don't feel like it's dated that well i don't know i mean other than the gay character who is revealed through his knowledge of uh, shoes (laughs) or fashion i should say oh that's not the one i was referring to i was talking about the the just the the craft the intern no the intern why am I blanking out the on woman? this character? The what? The lesbian. Oh yeah, she's actually. I was thinking about her character a lot because I was thinking this movie is clearly a feminist film. Why is she so hateful in a way? I, felt and I was like, trying to reconcile that, and I, I felt I, like. Well, first, outside of L, for the most part, most of these characters feel a bit uh, cartoonish. Characters. Like archetypes, 
yeah and, mm-hmm. and and with her it was like the most clearest yeah the, representation the, of that the lesbian feminist but i think what this movie is doing after thinking about it for a while the movie is never absolutely uh criticizing that character or no pushing her aside kind of thing but it's saying that this is this exists it's a part of it but this is not what this movie is right it's saying this is a a form that feminism takes and this is if you were to mistake the feminist messages in this film (laughs) this might be your idea of it but (laughs) why is my brother screaming right now (laughs) but the film is saying this is side uh, to the side of what we really are which is l which is why she's the focus and not the lesbian feminist who isn't uh, a hateful character she just kind of misunderstands l as well right because that's where the crux of this film lies is l is a standing for the whole movie in, in its entirety right and we i've made this point where you think the movie is going to be exactly what everyone thinks l is going to be so it would make sense that feminists would look at this movie and think, oh, this is going to be demeaning. It's going to be uh, another terrible representation of women. But then she ends up being convinced otherwise. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I reconciled that character. It was just the semester Ovester joke that I was just like, ugh. Sylvester Ovester. It was, at, it was at the party and... Uh, she was saying how she wanted to talk to I think the principal or something. Oh, say a cement semester or whatever. Yeah, and it was like, oh, we why do they call it a semester? It's obviously because the mm-hmm. school has a preference over semen or something. And I was just like, I remember just like cringing in my seat. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is a weird joke. She's like, I'm gonna try and I want to call it Ovester. And even I even remember I think she was she was telling that to Warner. And even Warner is like weirded out. And then mm-hmm. I hated myself because I'm like, oh, I. I'm on Warner's side. I'm on Warner's side. <laughs> Who am I right now? Um, other than just being a bad joke, because I, I, yeah, I would, I would but agree that, that it see, lands badly on, it, for me. Those too. are the things where it's just like it's. Uh, I felt like if I remember would have remembered that joke when it came out, because of like the type of humor back then, it wouldn't have made a big deal. But now that I don't know. I just felt like it didn't. I think it was a bad joke in 2001. It's a bad joke now, and that's all it really is. I feel like I might have laughed at that before. That's the thing. (laughs) Yeah, but you were also eight. Well, not when it came out. (laughs) (laughs) I was the oldest of the two. Uh, Yeah, so final words on Legally Blonde. Carrie? Just a really great movie. (laughs) I I don't even... I, I, I know there was one part when I... I still, my mom always references this, mm-hmm. is when she's talking about Brooke, you know, the when they're, she's accused of killing her husband, and she oh, yeah, says, yeah. or I have it written down, I'm not going to remember it from <laughs> my head, but she says, endorphins make you happy, and happy people don't kill their husbands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's when I learned what an endorphin was, <laughs> and so I think about that all the time, Yeah, say it all the time. Um, happy people don't murder. <laughs> One of my favorite lines, I think, in a movie. Yeah. yeah. There are a few lines in that that I really, really like. But also, actually, yeah, important, an important part of it is, you know when, um, fuck, I forget his name, but like the 
the teacher guy like hits on Elle and well, puts his oh, hand on him. Yeah, yeah that's Fuck, like God, a very mentioned. important part yeah. of the movie where Vivian like when they start becoming friends and then she mm-hmm. gets all mad, but like important part that she deals with like sexual harassment yeah because it's fuck that was yeah that was a really important the deepest part. part of the movie yeah because like, it gets pretty fucking dark yeah. there because it's it could have easily just been like all right she gains the respect of everybody and blah 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 mm-hmm. but saying again part of the feminist message that this is something that women have to go through that they'll even when they're prove themselves to be far and beyond uh capable of anything they'll get this fucking pig to yep. harass them or to to demean them in a way and still view them as some sexual object yeah i mean that happens all the time it's like definitely one of those topics that yeah. is coming up i mean i was sexually harassed on the subway once coming home from school mm-hmm. on a busy subway and the, i reported to the police yeah. and the police of course asked me well what were you wearing yeah, that's like, the, the demean, worst making, fu- I hate when making oh, it seem like as if it was my fault yeah. and of course my answer was it's my school blame. uniform yeah. which is a short skirt and yeah. a low shirt and they're like oh and I'm like okay that, that doesn't but that justify doesn't mean anything. that that was my fault and you could be fucking naked it doesn't make any exactly. difference exactly person sits beside me on the subway they're like okay she's obviously mine like yeah. that doesn't it's, you know and in the movie too mm-hmm. Vivian's like okay that's, it's her fault that yeah that happened, exactly right and she doesn't understand because a lot of people don't understand. No. But uh, even when that happened to me, so many people were like, well, maybe you should have covered up. Yeah. Like, it, it was obviously your fault. I'm like, no, no. it's not. It doesn't matter what, it doesn't, I, exactly. what happened. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. Exactly. And that part, I think, is very important in, like, yeah, the entire no, exactly. movie. It, it's... Thank you for bringing that out because I completely <laughs> forgot about that. It's, I forgot about it until Because I remember when it happened in the movie, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. This is... Again, I had already been won over. But at that point, I'm like, this is even going into deeper things mm-hmm. without having the hammer at home. It just happens. And then it gets into a different shade of it where you said where Vivian un- misunderstands. Yeah. And so it gets into that uh, uh, victim, blaming, for victim sure. blaming aspect of it. And so it never lingers or hammers this point home. But it's there and it's present and it's vital to the conversation, which, oh, man. <laughs> It goes in the canon, Andres. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. fine. What did you think about that part, yeah. Andres? I always remember that scene. That was a. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was one of the scenes that I, like I would say like the bend and snap. Though I didn't remember that whole thing turned into like a dance sequence. Yeah. Right. Uh, I always remembered it. I was it just goes like, full on. I was just like, why is this going still? Uh, that was something I always remember they tackled, uh, but I didn't. I remembered how Vivian like attacked her for it mm-hmm. but i didn't realize the whole uh victim blaming thing because i was obviously way too young to understand yeah. that yeah. part of it but it was a it was a dark thing and i think they like handle it very well and yeah they handle it with a subtlety and maturity that a lot of what well, quote-unquote feminist movies just don't and yeah. then even when like uh what is Luke Wilson's character's name? Emmett. Luke Wilson. Emmett? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, even like when Emmett brings it up and and was and told like Vivian I was like, Oh, this happened and Vivian's like, shit, I was mm-hmm. I was in the wrong. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even think about it. I didn't even give her a chance to talk. Yeah. Very understanding, you yeah. know. Yeah, um that seals the deal for me and I will say it's a great movie, and I'm super happy that you recommended it because I now have a like a favorite, like a genuine favorite movie. 
I wish like there's some things you change but no movie's perfect and the movie yeah. not being perfect is actually better because it lends character it lends uh, another aspect to the conversation so I guess final word for me is that you don't be like me and dismiss the movie outright because of what you think it might be and instead just watch it and watch it with an open mind not you don't even have to have that open mind because it will win you over it's charming it's funny and it's smart like l at the center of the film it'll win you over and you'll be cheering (laughs) to put it in a cheesy way but like i said don't be afraid to be cheesy um that that would be my pink my pink is being cheesy (laughs) just wear it proudly um carrie thank you and where can we find you you can find me on twitter at carrie and noble and on instagram as carrie sucks and (laughs) (laughs) sucks is spelled s-u-x by the way i gotta find that (laughs) i love instagram um and what is in your film queue film queue I, i put a weird emphasis there i'm looking forward to seeing the walk a lot of people are not looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. And I think maybe Everest. Ooh, I want to see Everest. Yeah, it looks. I I I think I'd want to see an IMAX. Yeah, that's like one of the few times it'd be like IMAX is the way mm-hmm. to go. I'm Everest. not much for IMAX, but I see it. Did you see the trailer when they were playing it at like an IMAX at our work? No, I missed it. Holy! I, a lot shit. of people saw it. I though. I would walk into the theater and just watch it play, and I'm just like, this looks awesome, and I'm really sad that they're not playing it. Yeah, I, I am really sad, too. We did get a few good ones, though, I guess. So. Followed Carrie Sucks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andres, where can we find you? Um, Twitter and Instagram. It's all at PocketWriter. You can also go look at some reviews I wrote from TIFF uh, at UnrealFlix, U-N-R-E-E-L. You got the most shit going on, dude. <laughs> I'm trying, but I'm also tired. Uh, um, what's in your film queue? Uh, I recently, well, recently as in yesterday, I picked up the Jinx on, on Blu-ray, and I really oh, want to... so fucking good. I want to find a day where I can just kind of sit down and watch all of it. Yeah, I was planning, like, when I first started that, I was like, oh, this will be my movie, my, my show for the next two months. Yeah, no. I finished it in the week, because I was like, I watched four episodes back to back to back to back. I probably won't watch it uh, all in one day, but maybe like split across two days or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no one's saying you have to watch it all in one day. <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, other than that, there's also Cooties. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Uh, which apparently was playing in Toronto last week, and mm-hmm. it is no longer playing in Toronto. And I looked it up, and the only theater right now playing it, unless it's like maybe some art house sort of smaller theaters. I should check that out. Yeah. Uh, but the only. Cineplex Theater that's playing it is in Halifax. So I might have to like uh, do some <laughs> Buy a plane stuff. ticket. <laughs> yeah, that is way or too far. Or a train for... ticket. Uh, and the other one will be uh, what we're doing next week. I want to see, see The Walk, but I think it'd be a better the episode Martian? for us to talk about The Martian. Yeah, because uh, we have some controversial opinions on Ridley Scott. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Oof. Uh, Oof. Jeffrey, what you, where, where can we find you? Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jeffrey underscore Pedernera, P-E-D-E-R-N-E-R-A. And you can find me at Twitter 
uh, I have to always look it up, so I'm sorry. Jeff underscore Ped, J-E-F-F underscore P-E-D. And on Letterboxd, I am Jeff Ped, altogether. All right, that's Letterboxd, too. I forgot about that. It's it's, so it's pocket, pocket writer. writer. Everything's pocket writer for you. Um, I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My film cue consists of Legally Blonde 2, because <laughs> now I'm enthusiastic. That's what our next episode <laughs> should be about. Um. Hopefully not going to be too disappointed. Oh, you, <laughs> you might be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I'm finishing up my Marx Brothers movies. Uh, I'm in their post-Zeppo phase. Uh, then McCabe and Mrs. Miller, which an earthquake prevented me from watching in Chile. Uh, Arsenic and Old Lace. Wonder Boys. The Magnificent Ambersons. And Wild Zero. Hopefully I can get all that done this week. Other than that, consider the question, Legally Blonde in the canon or no? This was our uh, tribute episode, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Listen to the canon by Devin Faraci and Amy Nicholson, because that is a great show. Uh, today they release the episode where they face the fly versus the thing. and That's a tough fucking choice. Fuck. <laughs> I don't even spoil that because I, I kind of I'm so interested in that discussion. Well, I mean, like the good thing about it is that it's the audience that chooses, yeah, not not them. Oh yeah, what where do they side? Um, I'm guessing Devin is with the thing, and Amy's with the fly. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, I do it. What would you, if you would have to choose? I'd probably have to go with the thing. I love the fly. I adore the fly. I love David Cronenberg, but the thing is just perfect. How are you? Are you with the fly? Oh god, we have to have an episode. <laughs> Carrie, have you seen any of those? No. no. Oh, do, watch, it. So. do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, like body horror stuff. Like saw. Uh, yeah, that's body horror. Kind of, but it's more like uh, be like grossed out. It's, it's more like transformational sort of horror know. as opposed so to like mucus and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm more of like <laughs> my kind of horror is more like paranormal activity, like the really uh. terrible. Like, like making you based jump, on so. a true story <laughs> kind of thing. So I like, like them. I feel like giving her a hug and then helping her with better horror films. <laughs> I get scared easily. Hey man, oh, I, I like own what somewhere. you like. Own I like alien like. movies, but I have to watch them with other people because yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to get abducted <laughs> while I'm watching it. So the fourth kind by myself. I fuck myself. Up. <laughs> I'm afraid to just sleep sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to be afraid to sleep tonight. Oh, that's like, well, actually, when my dad, we watched Paranormal Activity. He had the lights on all night. All day. Really? Yeah. He wouldn't go anywhere in the house without a light on. That's what happened with... But he's fucking terrified of everything. So <laughs> that's what happened with my uh, my brother every single time he watches Poltergeist. He's still, oh, I love Poltergeist. He's still scared. I haven't seen... Uh, I still haven't seen Poltergeist. Like anymore. the original one? Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's old, but it's like no, it's no, good. No. It's definitely a good one. Definitely. Don't see the new one though. I haven't no. seen it, but I doubt it's. I doubt it's good. No. <laughs> I, I saw it. No. But have you seen the Paranormal Activities? Right. Yeah. Did you uh, watch them in the right order? I didn't see all of them. I've only seen one and two. It's weird because there's one, two, and three, but you're actually supposed. I don't know why I'm saying this, but you're supposed <laughs> to watch them three, two, and one for it really? to make sense. Is it three, two, one, or is it three, one, two? No, it's no, three, three, two, one. Because like they start off as. Babies. Why are, okay, why are, no, what? they start off as adults and then they go to like t- towards yeah. babies. But like, if you watch it three, two, one, it's like their whole life. Really? It's, I, I guess it's kind of cool that they made where it are the like Spanish that. people fit in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, like a spinoff in between yeah. four. I don't remember. There's, um, yeah, the four what is up bad. with like these fucking uh, new franchises that they there's like six of them, but they're never in order. Uh-huh. So like Fast and the Furious. Uh, I remember if I remember right, the 
like four, five, and six. No, three. Three is one. Mm-hmm. No, wait. No, I mean four. It's one, two, four, five, six. Oh yeah, three, three seven. seven, and then uh, the, <laughs> the the insidious <laughs> films are like three, one, two, one, two, two, one. What? Yeah, because they're just like they just go back in time. It's, it's, I've never seen a insidious. Uh, the first one will do. Like how to I had to wear the t-shirt at work, but like <laughs> I've not seen it. <laughs> I also haven't seen any like the divergence, and we had to wear those. That's so. fine. Yeah. That one's fine. You don't want to beat yourself up over. I thought they were called. I thought it was called detergent <laughs> for like the longest time. So I don't know what they're even about. Have you seen the Maze Runner? No, I want to though. I I liked it. I, I know the second one is coming out. It came out. Oh, it came out. Oh, it, okay. came out. it came out like two weeks ago. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah no, um, I've heard good things. I want to see. It. I liked the first one. I, I have a I weird thing for mazes. Like, <laughs> all right. <when> I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever. I want to say that. No, tell me more about mazes. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm intrigued. How much do I don't you, know. How much do you love takes... the ending of The Shining. <laughs> Oh, I adore that shot of the mazes. I don't know, maybe it's the OCD, but it's, I love seeing the patterns and shit. <laughs> mazes are cool. Yeah, corn mazes. <laughs> I've never been to a corn. Actually, no, I have. You haven't. If you love mazes so much, why haven't you been in yeah, one? Well, fuck! Have I don't know where they are. Have you been in a mirror maze though? <laughs> Those things are the worst. Oh yeah, no, I got super I scared. I hate that. <laughs> Always walking to myself. <laughs> Terrible. This is my favorite post. Like, where can I find you? In this? <laughs> uh, continuing our streak of terrible endings. This is a good one. This is a good one. I think our ending was longer than our fucking episode. All right. Uh, Consider the question. <laughs> this is Phil Q. Bye. <laughs>